Inagata de Vida, everybody, and welcome to The Short Stuff. It's Josh and Chuck, and there's Jerry over there, uh, somewhere out there in the ether, right? I hope so. And this is <laughs> this is Stuff You Should Know, Short Stuff. We should probably stop horsing around. Yeah, so uh, I don't know why you said Inagata de Vida. I'm assuming, is that Swedish? No, I think it's uh, <laughs> Pig Latin or gibberish. Oh, really? Yeah, it's in the Garden of Eden, but for some reason he said in Agata de Vida. Why did you say it for this show? No, it's just for fun. It's, oh. a, it's a pleasant thing to hear, don't you think? I thought it was an Easter egg. No, no. And now it's just totally ruined. <laughs> well, uh, we are talking about a pretty interesting thing that you uh, teased out on an episode we did recently. And uh, one that is from an episode... Well, this is not from an episode, but there's also a 99% Invisible episode about this. Yep, there is. So if you want to hear a better version, just tune into that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> Roman, Roman has us beaten just about every way, but we'll try our best, right? Agreed. So what we're talking about today is called Dagen H. And Dagen H um, is Swedish for our day or right day. H, the H stands for huger, which is mm-hmm. um, the Swedish word for right. And what the whole thing was really talking about was something called, oh man, Huger Traffic Calm Lagningen. Nice. I don't know if nice is the right word, but sure. Thank you. And what that means is the right hand traffic diversion. And ultimately, what all of this, all of these words and umlauts all piled together mean is that this is the day, Dog and H, September 3rd, 1967, when Sweden said we're no longer driving on the left hand of the road like we have been since uh, 1734. We're all of a sudden, on one day, going to switch over to the right-hand side. That's right. And uh, I think, did you mention when they, how long they had been driving on the other side? Yeah, since 1734. It's a long time. So <laughs> what you're having to do is... Uh, there's a couple of factors here. You've got to teach people mm-hmm. how to do this, literally. So they put together a pamphlet that literally told you th- how to do it. And then you got to – it's an infrastructure project, supposedly the largest driving-related infrastructure project ever undertaken by any country. Oh, really? I know it was definitely Sweden's largest infrastructure project to that day. It was the largest for, for any country as far as traffic's related? Largest traffic-related infrastructure, yes, what I just said, project. <laughs> right, okay. I just couldn't <laughs> believe my ears, Chuck. But, um, yeah, yeah. so, yeah, there's the infrastructure se- section of it, and then there's the public information campaign. And it was a lot more than just, like, a pamphlet. Pamphlets were step, like, one dot, you know, oh, we'll go with indicating that there's plenty other steps. How about that? And some of the other things they did was um, TV ads, radio ads, newspaper ads. They came up with a logo for Dog and H that was everywhere. Um, They uh, had a a song contest to pick a a theme song for Dog and H, and they came up with a good one. I'm sure you listened to it. Yeah, it was good of you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 it, it was called, well, the American translation is, Keep to the Right, Svensson. <laughs> I love the Swedes. <laughs> and it was by the Telestars, mm-hmm. and it was, like you said, selected by a vote. It actually reached number five on their their charts, whatever the Swedish charts are. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was also a weird little sly side meaning, because apparently keeping it to the right means to be faithful to your significant other, 
as opposed to cheating on some, which is going left. Oh, I hadn't heard that before. Yeah. Wow, Chuck, that's some that's a deep cut right there. It's, <laughs> it's fairly deep. So the the name of the song uh, in Swedish is Haldig till Huger Svensson. And um, <laughs> I listened to it enough that I could have sung it, but enough time has elapsed since I've heard it. It's already oh, gone. Can you sing that it? That would have been great. No. Do you think we've talked about it enough to play it at any point, or do we have <laughs> to just tell people to go look it up on YouTube? Uh, no, I mean, let's. could we play like a, a, a version where we won't get sued? <laughs> uh, I don't know. We'll find out in the edit. How about that? All right. Well, let's play a little part right now. Here is Haldig Till Hugger, Svensson, by the Telestars. It's just Not bad. about as catchy as, as it gets. <laughs> I'm surprised it only rose to number five on the Heat Parade. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's the thing with H-Day, though. Um, you know, every municipality had to deal with their own issues. They had to change. I mean, when you think about it, it's not just about educating the public. Mm-hmm. That pamphlet uh, that pamphlet I mentioned, uh, I want to make it clear, that was not just like, hey, here's what we're doing. It is, here is how to drive on the other side of the road. Oh, gotcha, yeah. And then um, you've got... Uh, street signs, mm-hmm. you've got bus stops, mm-hmm. you got traffic lights, you got bicycle lanes, you got one-way streets, you got buses that have doors on one side of the vehicle that now need doors on the other side. Right. It was huge. Yeah, well, one of the other things too was the the Swedes didn't even want to do this. There was a Not at all. There was a referendum that had been held 10 years before when they started thinking about doing this and like 83% of Swedish voters said no. Yeah, uh, they did not want to start driving on the right-hand side of the road. And the government said, well, we're doing it anyway. And the reason why they wanted to do this in the first place was because Sweden was um, kind of lagging behind the rest of Europe, which had started yeah. to increasingly, or the rest of the world, I should say, which has started to increasingly drive on the right-hand side of the road. And so that was one thing. Sweden didn't want to look backwards or anything like that. But then the other thing is that they the government was like, this may cause fewer fatalities because while we drive on the left side of the road, we're buying cars, including Volvos, that are designed to be driven on the right-hand side of the road. So you're driving on the left-hand side of the road on the left side of your car, which means you're just kind of looking down into this little ditch next to you with oncoming traffic, which seems it seems reasonable that they thought this was a dangerous situation. Yeah, you know, I never really considered that because I didn't wonder what the big deal was. Uh, my only experience, I think I've said before, was when we were uh, on the Australian tour, I drove opposite side and right-hand side steering wheel-wise. Mm-hmm. But now that I think about it, I guess it would be a little weird to be opposite side with the regular setup. Right. Yeah, it would be a little weird. Like, you'd be really far removed from kind of where you need to be paying the most attention, I think, is the thing. And and, and they, they ultimately did show a decline in traffic accidents and fatalities because of Dog and H. But it, they think it was because people were just paying more attention, getting used to driving on the right-hand side. Because within two years, it went back up to about normal. Yeah, I think people were a little extra cautious, which is great. Yep. Um, here's the thing, though. When you do something like this, it's not like... Little by little, over the course of a month, you can start changing street signs because that would be chaos. Right. So the night before and the day before, they had to shut down basically almost all traffic. You had to have special permissions to have a car on the road at all. Right. And they had to change 360,000 street signs in 
less than 24 hours. Were they successful? We'll let you know right after this message <laughs> break. Okay, Chuck, I, I can't stand the tension any longer. Were they successful in changing 360,000 street signs all across Sweden in one single night? Well, I want to say for sure, my gut says they may have missed one or two. Okay. <laughs> but over, over, overall, they were very successful at 4.50 in the a.m. on September 3rd, 1967. Mm-hmm. Bunch bunch of people came out to watch. There were cars on the road, and they said, "Stop, go to the other side," and directed people to the other side, and said, "All right, have have a blast, everybody." <laughs> yeah, there was like a countdown on the radio, and then there was the announcement after after they reached one that Sweden now drives on the right hand side of the road, and everybody could start driving. And I'm sure they were like wobbling and weaving and kind of like little kids on a bike with training wheels or after having the training yeah. wheels taken off, I should say. I'll bet it was adorable to see. But um, <laughs> there were, the the next day, that was a Sunday at like 5 a.m. when they started. And the next, the next business day, Monday, there were no fatalities. Nobody died. And there were like 157 car wrecks, which is slightly lower than a normal Monday in Sweden. Yeah, and it was not cheap either. Obviously, this is going to cost a ton of money. Uh, at the time, it cost 628 million kroner, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, which was just f- astronomical. <laughs> yeah, it's about 316 million American dollars today, but about uh, 5% more than the government's uh, estimated budget, which is not a bad overrun. No, not at all. And um, if you read some of the articles on it, we, we used, uh, in addition to a couple others, this one BBC article about it that was super interesting. They pointed out, some of the people who were there and took part in this, pointed out like, dude, you that was ridiculously cheap, even for the time, for the, this, the massive scale of this. Not just the infrastructure again, but also the, all of the public information campaign too. They, they did it for cheap and they did it uh, really quickly. Yeah, it's it was quite a project. Uh, my hat is off to them mm-hmm. for doing it by all accounts, like pretty successfully. Yeah, um, they they did it, and they said that's great. But then, like I said, traffic fatalities went back up um, after sure. a couple of years when people got used to it. And so, um, Sweden undertook a project starting in 1997 that um, that said we're we we don't want any traffic fatalities, no matter what side of the road we drive on. Um, in our country. So they came up with a program called Vision Zero. And um, they've just been slowly but surely trying to whittle down the number of traffic fatalities. And in 2016, it was down to 270. 270. That's That's a minuscule amount for a country the size of Sweden for an entire year. So who knows if they'll ever get to zero, but hats off to them for also for, for trying to do that. Yeah, and for digging up Telestar to cut the hit song Vision Zero. <laughs> <laughs> right. They literally had to dig one of the members up. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. 
I got nothing else except to um, recommend the 99% Invisible episode because they do their show a little differently. So they got some cool interviews with Mm -hmm. people that were there at the time. And um, it's always, you know, a little more dressed up than our show. And by that, I mean way more dressed up. Agreed. They do it very well over there. So uh, that's it for short stuff. Go head on over to 99% Invisible and we will see you next time. Adios. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.